Welcome, everybody, to another episode of The Boys, presented by Shitpost. I am the man they call Beach. I am joined, as always, by CJ and Kyle. JB is off living a fantastic single man life right now. Uh, I think he's down in Florida just having a fucking ball. We're going to talk about him here directly. Boys, CJ, I'll start with you. Um, how, how's it feel that today was a very nice day and you did not go outside and play golf? Not go outside and I don't have much to say about it. I'm just very sad. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm just sad. I'm a broken man. Michelle with myself right now. Kyle, what about you? What'd you do today? Do anything productive? Uh, tried to build my computer, but the motherboard that I bought was dead on delivery. So Oof. I'm just returning it and keeping the money. Going to try again next time. <laughs> so yes. I, I haven't really been able to do much. So I've just been got about 14 rounds of PGA in, PGA in uh-huh. under, <laughs> under my belt this weekend. Uh, about a thousand points behind JT right now, so I'm kind of grinding away. Other than that, that's all I've been doing. He's been steady on the PGA grind, boys. I went out and uh, played a little whack fuck today, and uh, I've got the scorecard right here. And I'd like to go over it with you, boys, real quick. CJ's already heard this once, so just act like you never heard it before. We started off the day with a uh, let's see here, a seven, a nice little triple on a par four. Uh, followed that up with a double, a single. A double, a single, a single, a quad, a double, a single for 53 on the front. Then we turn it around. We do a double, a triple, a single, a single, a single, a single, a single, a par, and a single for a 48 on the back for a grand total of 101. Boys, multiple times a day, I forgot how to swing a golf club. I had the club in my hand. I have to dress the ball. I pulled it back, and it was like I hit a nerve. Like, fucking these people that take LSD back in the 70s, and they crack their back just right, and it fucking gets them all fucked up for a second again because they've got pockets of that shit stored, like a fucking camel, like a psychedelic hate camel. I was a fucking psychedelic, can't fucking swing the ball camel today. I fucking get back. I just hit that nerve real quick, and then I just top fucking ball. I I don't know. I can't explain it. I couldn't get comfortable. I couldn't get in the pocket. Uh, Shooting a 97 at Gold Hills two weeks ago. Coming back for a one-on-one today. Uh, I'm drinking. I'm getting fucked pissed drunk tonight, boys. I don't know about you. You you act oh. like you went from a 97 to a 197. You need Pretty to much. fucking chill. Pretty much. It, it, we're going low this year. We're, we're going did, low this did, year. Did Okay. Focus on your shots. Did you make any – did you did you take any good shots? A single one today? No, there were a couple, yeah. Okay. There you go. No. I see the glass half full. Focus on the stuff you did well, and then try better next time on the stuff you did shit on. No, the, the no, the whole entire game I've got to encompass to be good. To, to me, forgetting how to swing in the middle of the fucking game, where where I've shot better scores before at an easy fucking course like Wimata, that, that's where I come from with it. Is I just forgot how to play golf. I don't know if I fucking didn't get enough sleep. I didn't know if fucking uh, uh, my balls were a little too hot in my fucking pants. It was a little warm. I wore pants today. My that might have been in. Balls got a little too hot. Uh, or I could just need fucking $2,000 clubs. I don't know. I'm just going to spin the wheel and figure out what I do next. Either wear shorts, buy $2,000 clubs, or just fucking not suck. It's going to be one of those three. Hey, buddy, just for the record, it's never the clubs. That's never the answer. <laughs> nah, not a single know. fucking time. Right. Not a single fucking time. Ask Bryson. Remember whenever he blamed his club sponsorship last year? 
mm-hmm. for one of his performances. No, it's never the clubs. It's the it's you just got to brush up on the skills. A little rusty from the winter. That's all right. Second time out. Nothing to nothing to be ashamed of. I'm just trying to self-loathe and drink this problem away, and you're trying to hit me with rational thoughts, and you're just pissing me off. Listen, man, I've been <laughs> I've been uh, toked up all day, and uh, I'm all vitamined up, and I'm in a good mood. So Christian tried to shit on it, but it didn't work. <laughs> we'll see about that, but it's a long night. I mean, there's like no bad news for me coming out of this so like i'm leading the bracket at least i was the last time i checked uh hit a banger of a bet last night oh yeah you did, propose, you did have the uh, I underdog want, outright i i want to uh propose a not contest but a weekly <laughs> a weekly reward not like you pay me money if i make money but like we shout out the best bet of the week that either of us made yeah, we. I didn't play. I don't think I played a single fucking bet last week. Yeah, I didn't do that. <laughs> only, only That's my Yeah, only bet I played was that Gonzaga bet, but that was just guaranteed money. Right. I didn't have money to throw on that. Otherwise, I would have because I was. They were giving away money. Yeah, that was at, dumb. At that point, it was pretty much just a I mean, handout. Pretty great, but oh yeah, sixty bucks, sixty bucks. Shit, can't fucking beat it. Uh, I'll tell you something else can't beat right now. Uh, JB, uh, mysterious from this pod right now because, well, he's had uh, quite the adventure the past couple of days down in Florida for spring training. Um, uh, boys, over under on how many beers JB drank last night? I'm going over 12 and a half. That's Just like last night? Re- that's real low. Oh, I don't know him personally enough to know how many. He, oh, he, he's skinny. Say- so over 12 beers, get some drunk. I'd, I'd, I'd put the handicap at like over under 15 and a half. I would say, I would say he probably landed right around 18 to 19. I was um, going to say 16. Over, overall from prop from Thursday until, well, I mean, fuck, he's still drinking like <laughs> as we speak. So uh, I, I would say he's probably put down a good, he's probably over 70 beers. I would say. Fucking just putting up stats down there. Uh, I saw that uh, his foot, uh, that we got injury report on him. Uh, not only is he uh, conspicuous by his absence <laughs> today, but he got drunk and I don't know what the fuck happened, a freak accident, but his foot is the size of like a fucking, like a football. Um, it does not look good. Uh, we sent our thoughts and prayers to JB as he is currently in a liquor coma and or still drinking, but he's probably hobbling around on one leg. Just uh, you, hate, hate to see, you hate to see an athlete just like walk- that get an injury. I know, right? He lost the toenail out of that, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking gone. Just ripped it right out of his fucking... Yeah. I, I hate fucking just bending... <laughs> Drink responsibly, kids. Doing. Yeah, this yeah, is... I don't know what he was doing, but, man. This could be like a fucking new segment on the show, fucking drunk injuries. I've had a Drink couple. Drink responsibly, but... <laughs> kids. Yeah, we're... We, no. Er, er, bet responsibly. Drink responsibly, I said children. kids, you degenerate. Adults, I don't care what you do. Kill yourself. <laughs> I don't care. specifically kids you you want kids to specifically kill themselves no to drink responsibly oh kids kill yourself with booze you're just a kid i didn't i didn't deserve any of that you deserve everything you ever get from me bud (laughs) (laughs) 
in some form or another, you've asked for it. Kyle with the fucking uh, catchphrase of the summer, don't die for free. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> no don't, don't, die man. For, don't die for money either. That's dumb. Uh, it's a pay it's it's a piece of paper <laughs> made up currency put on it. No. This, sh- this shit's gonna oh, go boy. off the rails. If, so- if, so- if somebody offered me a million dollars to do some ve- very dangerous, I'd probably fucking do it. Like, it depends on how... Oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I'm in, too. <clears throat> That's fine. I'll just mooch off you. Hey, you ain't getting any money. If I earn my money via dangerous, you ain't getting a goddamn dime. Like no, I said, we'll hey, Dylan, you're gonna take a you're gonna take a gunshot to the shoulder for 20 grand. I'd fucking do it in a heartbeat. For 20 grand? <laughs> fucking money's oh, tight, yeah. bud. You see how fucking expensive gas is? <laughs> Snowball yeah, hey, you know what? I uh, I filled up. Uh, guess it was three eighty five here in here in Jacksonville. I was ecstatic. That's a fucking steal. Under under seventy dollars for a tank of gas right now. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> right now, snowballs cost me about forty four, forty five bucks for a fill up, and it's just fucking tight, boys. That's not great. It's not great. Normally, it's only like twenty five bucks. My, and my last fill-up was well over 70. I think I might have been pushing 80. Jesus. Yeah. Yuck. That little fucking yeah. Hyundai eats through the fucking fuel. She's a real fucking thirsty know. bitch. She just got a big gas tank. Old girl's just a bit, She's a big girl. <laughs> she she's can a, put him down. Yeah. She's she like a big tank like me. She can fucking <laughs> drink her body weight. Uh... So yeah, we talked about the uh, the brackets and March Madness, which we're just going to start calling March Sadness. A um, couple upsets in the first round, um, boys. I'm I'm just not even going to fucking lie to you. I do not pay attention to March Madness outside of making this bracket. I fucking make the bracket. I come back when the fucking uh, championship game's over or the tournament game's over, and I fuck see if I fucking how many points I got. So I don't even know who the fuck who got fucking upset in the first round. Fucking I don't remember. I do not remember. I remember seeing it. Went, oh, fuck it up. And then it just went. Kentucky. Oh. Kentucky was the biggest one. Ah, there we and go. One seed's only lost yeah. in the second round, right? Yeah. That's what I Baylor thought. Baylor lost in the second round. Yeah. All the other one seeds are still in it, aren't they? I've got it pulled up now. Um, the only one seed that's out is... Uh, Baylor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's uh, uh how's how's Illinois doing? Did they win today? They did not. That's how they got smoked. Who they play? Houston? Well, I mean, I mean they did they the score line looks a lot worse than it was. I watched the entire game. It, uh, uh there, yeah. there 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 was a lot of I really don't want to get into it cuz I'm still kind of pissed. The officiating was very one-sided. Uh like Illinois drew quite a bit of fouls, but all every single foul that um, Houston drew was like a super soft bullshit call, including the uh, technical um, for hanging on the rim. Even though had the, whenever if you, I don't know if you saw the play, but kid has a fast break, he goes up with two hands, and like his momentum is taking him towards the stanchion. So he holds on, swings back, so he doesn't kill himself, and he got teed up for it. Oh it's, boy, it was it was rough. It, it, you know, 
after because he dunked that and made it a one point game, and then they went on the other end, completely fucked their momentum, their momentum, and uh, had the two free throws, and then they just kind of we we were demoralized after that. They were demoralized after the call, and then it was just kind of downhill sledding from there. Um, Houston's a really good team defensively. Uh, Illinois specifically did the opposite of what I said they needed to do, which was run out on the fast break because Houston likes to slow the game down. Uh, but they played at Houston's tempo, and uh, it caught up to them in the end. So um, at least we didn't, they didn't lose in the first round. That's all I'm saying. There is always yeah, – I mean, at least they didn't lose to Chattanooga, you know. You know, we could have been Barely. Iowa. We could have been Iowa and lost to Richmond, but we didn't. Yeah, that was that was another upset, right? Iowa got – Yeah, five versus crazy. 12. Richmond was the 12 seed. Um, but, yeah. I mean, it's been – German's been that really was, entertaining. Uh, I think that North Carolina has a really good opportunity to – make a really deep run um, after going through those first two rounds. I think, I think they may be the hottest team other than like Arizona and Kansas. Um, they're just playing really, really well. Also, I mean, except for of course, St. Peter's, who's going to win the whole thing now. Um, <laughs> the Cinderella I really like story. That coach. I really like that coach. He, yeah, and I like the I like the way that, that yeah, team the, the way that team plays. It's very very structured and organized, and they they know they need they get they go to their marks. Not all of their players are great, but collectively as a whole, they can. I think that they can go toe to toe with most teams in the tournament just because of the way they play as a team. And they just beat Murray State by good from the free throw line. Yeah. And uh, like incredibly good from the free throw line. Yeah. Um, they almost blew it against uh, Murray State. <laughs> it, it got to it got to like three yeah. points, and I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> um, but but they pulled it out. I almost cashed out like three times, and I'm like, "No, no, no, no!" Oh, never pull <laughs> out, buddy. Forty dollar winnings, forty dollar winnings, fifty dollar winnings, or ninety dollar winnings. So I just kept on holding out, yeah. holding out, holding out. And then it looked like the – and then once it got up to six, I was like, okay, we're safe. <laughs> so, uh, on, a sidebar, on a sidebar, Kyle, uh, how great is it just uh, betting straight-up games and having a 50-50 shot of winning instead of doing fucking wild fucking 10 leg parlays that involve, like, Gina Oh, Smith? I still do the 10 – I still do the wild parlays. But well, yeah, but, but you run – yeah, you run it back what, with a single straight up. Uh, yeah, I do. I put more value – I put more um, capital into the um, – straight bets just because yeah. especially like right now DraftKings specifically is what I use specifically and it has been giving a lot of boosts so the straight bets just have made more sense right um like when I took that St. Peter's bet last night it was boosted at plus 500 that's why I hopped all over it on that 15 it was my it was the last 15 dollars in my account I'm like fuck it let's go and and it hit so um, but yeah, the, the straight bets have been, I've been, I've been pretty consistent the last three weeks, uh, earnings wise. I think I'm up like maybe like 120 right now. Sheesh. Yeah. 
The Big fucking game. hottest gambler Big on the game. show. <laughs> Price would you just drop I think, the fucking phone? Well, yeah, I was fucking with my ring and dropped it. Um, <laughs> I think the last, what, two weeks, I'm definitely not up that. I'm not up as much as Kyle. I know that, but I, I think I'm up probably almost 100 bucks. Yeah, outside but of the. It's been uh, the same thing. It's been. Outside of the Gonzaga bet, that's yeah. uh, that's the only bet that I really fucking hit. Yeah. That was fucking I, free money. I won. I'll actually, you know what? I'm sitting right at a hundred. Uh, I I won the Gonzaga bet, obviously, and then I took Cam Smith to win the players. Oh yeah, uh, and that cashed out for forty bucks. So I forgot about that. So yeah, <clears throat> about a hundred bucks, but it's been a. I, I haven't really put a lot of money into the tournament. I really – normally I do, and the first week normally goes really fucking well, and then I just lose my ass. Like, that – it happened to Jake really bad two years ago. Like, he won, like, almost 200 bucks the first week – or the first uh, round. And then second, third, and fourth round, I think he lost, like, 350 or something like that. So Yuck. But the tournament's just so hard. For me in this the tournament, tournament is – yeah, the tournament's just really difficult to bet on because there's always big upsets, and very rarely yeah. will you put money on the right upset to hit. Um, <laughs> especially whenever, like, for example, big team, Big Ten teams notoriously struggle in the playoffs or in the tournament because Big Ten officials are notorious for super soft fouls calling everything and then they get out of there and they're not getting the same calls and then they start to get flustered and frustrated that specifically is what happened to illinois last year they stopped getting calls in that loyola game and they couldn't recover from that because they were relying on free throws to keep up with loyola and then the same thing kind of happened tonight because uh they kept giving the ball to kofi and he was getting triple teamed on every touch so there, there wasn't a whole lot that they could do, honestly, offensively, because nobody was hitting their shots. Yeah, yeah they, it's so they, hard to bet on. Knew, yeah, Houston knew. Houston knew the assignment. If you stop Kofi, you're going to be fine. <clears throat> and they just, I mean, I watched. I watched. I think like probably half of the game, second half of the game, and there when they came out of halftime, it was like, oh shit, okay, maybe we've got a shot here. And then all of a sudden, that technical happens, and then it just fucking – it was like they just fell off a cliff. Just went down the old shitter there. Um, yeah, sorry, sorry I wasn't able to contribute more to the March Madness thing. No, oh, I have I – have just one more. I just counted <laughs> it up. But six seeds or higher have had nine losses so far in the tournament, hmm. counting, counting Illinois today. Six seeds and higher, there have been nine losses. That's crazy. Yeah, that is pretty wild. Yeah, it's a high number. That's a high I number. Don't, I don't even know who I would. Hot L's. Christ, you got a little bit of a lag. I don't know. Uh, there's nothing we can do about it. Yeah, there's, there ain't shit we can do about it. It's just we're going to have to fucking stagger and all the point when it's fucking your turn to go or something like that, but go ahead. But yeah, I don't even know who I would pick to be the real favorite right now. 
I mean, Arizona is probably up there. I think Gonzaga's good. I'm not going to say they're not because they are, but they're beatable. But um, we saw what happens to Gonzaga when they play a great defensive team last year in the final. They get their shit pushed in. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. I, they, even last night there for a while, you didn't think they were going to pull it out. Um, and then, I mean, Auburn looked pretty good in the first round. Duke looked pretty good, but we'll co- we'll see. Wait, anybody got the score of that Duke game right now? Uh, just a sec. I'll run the official shit post score tracker. They were up. Yeah, when I came down here, they were up a little bit. Not, uh, who are they playing? Why do I not know that? Michigan State. Michigan uh, State, that's right. <clears throat> there we go. Just keep talking. But I'm mean, a live I, score update. Auburn. <laughs> 6361 Duke with 824 to play. Oh, there you go. That's a hot one. If we hear a shriek, if we hear a very bad shriek from Christian Speed, we'll know exactly why. (laughs) Yeah. If Duke loses, it's it's gonna be a fucking it's gonna be a bad it'll be a madhouse in here. It's gonna be an awful Sunday for Christ if uh, Duke hits (laughs) or shits the bed here. Oh, that's fine. You know, I, if they I, dookie themselves, me when Alabama lost if, if they if they dookie their pants. Well, hopefully Duke doesn't <laughs> dookie. Uh, all right, we're moving on off this bullshit. Uh, moving into what's next on the docket? NFL free agency. There's two in particular we're going to get to. There's too many fucking moves to track, and I'm too wired from working all this fucking overtime. Uh, with it happening, we'll keep up with shit. Devontae Adams signed a five-year, hundred and forty million dollar contract with the Raiders. It came out of fucking nowhere, pretty much. Uh, Rodgers restructured his deal to give Aaron a little bit more cash. It just, Devontae wants to go play with his fucking Fresno State buddy and Derek Carr. So, I just want to say here, for the record, a couple weeks ago when we did the show, I said, watch out for the Oakland Raiders. Or, sorry, Las Vegas Raiders. I said, that was my dark horse team. You sure did. I fucking did. And look at them. They're fucking Josh McDaniels has finally bought the motorcycle, the shiny new motorcycle that Bill Belichick never let him fucking have. He never let fucking Josh McDaniels have himself with fucking Devontae Adams (laughs) or a fucking number one receiver. So, you know what fucking uh, McDaniels did? He dipped out, bought himself his brand new bike. He's got fucking Devontae Adams out there lined up. The Raiders, that whole entire, the AFC West is fucking stacked. It's going to be the must-see division this fucking year. I was just about to say, you said – Look out for the Raiders. Can we just put like that as a disclaimer for that entire division? I mean, you can. Yeah, I, th- I think Ra- I think Raiders I, pound for pound with, co- with a couple more moves. I think they compete just as good as any other team in that division. Well, so do the Broncos, though. Honestly, well, the only the only, the only position they really need to replace is uh, tight end, and then strengthen up on defense. That's it. The, the only reason why they're put- a good team already. So, so this will be a fun little on-the-hop segment we do. So let's rate the top the top teams in the uh, AFC West. So we'll do from fucking top to bottom. So obviously it's fucking Chiefs, right? We all agree on that, right? As of right now, yeah. as As it sits yeah. right fucking now before the next season has started, I guess we're going to go Chiefs, right? Yeah. They haven't lost anybody. Yeah. So, yes, they still own that division yeah. until proven otherwise, I would say. The next- and, and they signed – they signed Juju too, which doesn't. Oh, yeah. really do shit. It doesn't. Honestly, that is more of a negative than a positive. 
just because of who he is. And <laughs> it's a very who, and and who Patrick just move. told to not come to games anymore. He just got a replacement. So like, yeah. Can you imagine yeah. the collaboration TikToks are going to happen between? And they're not going to happen. They're going to happen. Juju doesn't. He yeah, but he's he's not really like overly posting on there anymore like he was because because he did the one on the bengals logo and then fucking uh i don't think that was vontez perfect but whoever the fuck it did lit his ass up after he did the fucking spec ball <laughs> and dance and he got fucking blown up he's like maybe i shouldn't TikTok on opposing teams logos anymore i'm telling you we're gonna see jackson x juju the jjj jackson <laughs> x juju on a fucking TikTok, and the world's going to die we're all gonna fall we're gonna see a, f- a lot less of that family this year Pat, yeah. I think Pat, I think Pat, even though he married her like a dumbass, I think that he is fed up with their behavior and knows how big of a distraction that they are. He he's self-aware. He is. And plus, let's be honest, his team has probably been like, yo, get these motherfuckers away from the team. Yeah. There's no way that they haven't. I mean, yeah. Let's just not get into it anymore. Fuck them. All right, so we had no, two- but if you're if we're talking about the team, that is a distraction from the team, so it is I a mean, relevant yeah. point to bring up. I, yeah, I completely agree. I don't want to give them airtime either, but it's relevant. Yeah, I agree, but I mean, it's it, I don't I don't think it knocks them down a peg in that division by any means. I think they're still the best team in the division as long as oh, yeah, everything stays the way it is, you know. So we're at the top there with the Chiefs. I think we're all in fucking agreement on that. Uh, everything I can't pick a second right now because the Chargers just shit the bed off the uh, end of last season. God, what do you got? Who, who do you pick? I think, to? I, I think it's. I honestly don't think that it's it's a toss up. I think it's pretty clearly Vegas. Yep. They've made the play. Listen, okay. They've made the playoffs with that team two years in a row. They have now lost two first-round draft picks to crime and um, – <laughs> To crime. No, that I, – I, I don't mean to laugh. It's just funny. It's, they lost it's, them it's to it's crime. What happened? <laughs> they did crimes, and they're no longer with the team. So they essentially wasted draft capital on these two players who did crime and then can't be with the team anymore. Um, and they still, on top of that, had Cruden as their coach and made the playoffs – Mm-hmm. last year and then this year they have their special teams coordinator take over and they still get to the playoffs and push the AFC champion to the very brink I think it's clear that it's Vegas um yeah Denver getting Denver getting Russ is huge for them because right. now they don't have to deal with two gloves and horse cock lock anymore they they just they <laughs> have a real quarterback who can lead a team. He's a great leader and he's a great player. And I think that he can elevate the young receivers such as Jerry Judy, who has also had injury concerns. So he has to focus on staying on the field. If he's on the field, he is going to see a huge leap forward in development. I think just Mm -hmm. having a leader and a guy like Russ in that locker room now to lead them. And, and they needed leadership too, because Vaughn's gone. They they lost basically all of their leadership last year. Yeah, that's that's another thing too. I'm glad you brought up Von Miller. Uh, I did not have him on the free agency breakdown, but we're gonna fucking shoehorn him in. How about the fucking contract that the Buffalo Bills gave him? Hey, you know, 
Can you? Bo- <laughs> when, I saw, when I saw that, I thought it was a fucking typo. I'm like, they're giving them help. Oh, like, first, my first thought was, was fuck, it six years. Yeah, six. six fuck, he's thirty. He's thirty-two years old. What are we doing? <laughs> when I first saw, it, I'm like, fuck, god damn it. The Bills brought in Von Miller to the fucking the AFC East. Great, we got to see Von Miller twice a year. Then I remember that it's not fucking 2012 <laughs> anymore. I remember that it's not fucking 2013. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. Okay, they, this, they, they, this is phenomenally, this will go down as one of the worst contracts of all time in the NFL. This, this, is, this, is, the, this is phenomenally this is, bad. This is the second worst contract this offseason. Definitely the second worst, but the, second. The, one, the, the one that you're referencing ahead of that, uh, I think might actually pan out for the team. I don't think this Von Miller thing, he, he's not going to see the end yeah. of this contract. There's absolutely no oh, fucking fuck way. Oh, fuck no. Absolutely okay, no, no way. way. Okay. I tend to agree. However, I'm not going to be the guy that gets sound clipped <laughs> for saying that this is going to be, especially, okay, so I have two points. I'm not going to say it's, it's, I think the contract money is fucking horrible. It's Can bad. he last six years? No. Probably not. But, but maybe there's a possibility. You, but, yeah. But he's going he's going to a 4-3. He's going to a 4-3 team. This is not the he does not play defensive end. He plays rushing outside linebacker. Yep. So he's gonna have to play a new position yeah. in the cold. Yep. A lot more cold than it is in Denver. So it's I don't know. It's tough. And also, so the last game we watched the Bills play was pass rush the number one need for that team. No, they were all over Patrick Mahomes the entire mm-hmm. game. So you go out and, and blow <laughs> your wad on uh, on an aging, a uh, great aging pass rusher when you could have invested that money in getting uh, Edmonds, another middle linebacker that could actually do something. Because mm-hmm. the rest of that, besides Edmonds, the rest of that linebacker core is absolute garbage. Mm-hmm. How about more cornerbacks to help uh, help White and the rest of that um, secondary out. Maybe an actual running back room for that team. I ain't no shit. Yeah. But instead, and yeah. but instead, they're going to give twenty eight million dollars a year to freaking old ass Von Miller. Good for him. Was it all yeah. guaranteed? Was it no, guaranteed? no. No, I think like no. 30, 30 mil or something like that was guaranteed of it. Yeah. Something like that. It wasn't a not, know, not a big still, of just the money. thought of him being under a six year contract is just terrifying. And just not a smart move in the long That's run. A, I, I'm sure they front loaded the contract no, so they could this. get him his guaranteed money through early, but like I just don't know how well he's gonna adapt to a 4-3 defense because he has never played in one. Yeah, he's just not. He's 32 years old. You can't teach a fucking old dog new tricks. He's I when I like I said, when the trade came across my ticker and I saw it, I at first I, I panicked. I'm like, oh fuck Von Miller to the AFC East. Fuck my ass. Fucking Mac Jones duck and cover. Then I'm like, well hang on a minute here. He's well past his prime. He hasn't had double digit sacks uh since the last Patriots Super Bowl win in 2018. So to me, this is just a gross overpay. Like he's like, oh, he he just won a Super Bowl, yeah, because of Aaron Donald. Congratulations. Well, he did have two sacks in the Super Bowl, though, because of Aaron Donald. 
Aaron Donald took up four motherfuckers, and then fucking Avon is like, I go get the bag now. I sack the fucking, I sack Joe Burrow. I get paid by the bills, and he fucking sacked him. He made fucking millions of dollars. It's exactly what happened. Fuck Somebody Donald. was going to give him at least sixteen a year, but this is like oh, crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's this just is, this is like 25, 26 year old contract coming up, paying a top ten positional player for him in that yeah. role, and it's fucking, it's absolute. To me, it reeks of desperation by the Bills management. Uh, Speaking they, of desperation, that's a good segue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck, fucking yeet. I'm pulling the contract up now. Let's see it. This shit's just. This shit is absolute fucking bananas. I want to see if it's on Spotrack here because I'm not sure if it is. Are you looking up Vaughn or uh I don't know. You can keep shitting on we're, we're talking keep about shitting on, on uh yeah. on Vaughn. Okay. Yeah, okay, to, I've got okay, whenever you guys are ready into to old move on to, to old yeah, the old dipstick. All um, right. I, I've got it pulled up. <laughs> Last, but certainly not least there, we had to shoe in Vaughn Miller because I forgot all about it because, well, my fucking brain, my compartments, deep permits are not linking up today I, with my knowledge. Yeah. I'm happy for Vaughn Miller. I'll say that. Good for him on, on securing the bag, but oh, holy shit. For sure. Great businessman. Yeah. Businessman yeah. first. <laughs> the bills aren't. Edge rusher second. No, it's, it, 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 reeks of a, it reeks of a desperate shithole fucking organization. Yeah, but let's be honest. What was the last, like, free – nope, because um, Diggs was a trade. When was the last good free agent move that I made? Cole Beasley. Ah, uh, yeah. Except now he's getting replaced by a shorter receiver. <laughs> yeah. Isaiah McKenzie. <laughs> Sam McKenzie's like five six on a good day. At least he didn't get replaced by a uh, Ty Montgomery like New England did. Oh, are, was everybody watching at home or listening? Uh, wanting me to talk about New England's free agency? I'm not fucking doing it. So fuck off. Uh, what Deshaun Watson? Deshaun Watson signs a five year deal, two hundred and thirty big time million dollars with the Cleveland Browns, including a large signing bonus. And a lot of guaranteed money here. I'm going to kick it over to Kyle because he's got the information for us here, and then we're going to just take the piss out of this. Like, why? Well, I'm lubed up and I'm ready to go on this one. Kyle, take it away. Guess what? He's not. Uh, so, <laughs> by, <laughs> by, uh, by a lot of guaranteed money, you meant all of it because the entire contract is guaranteed. Yep. Um, and it's, Grimy as fuck. Real greasy. His base salary in the first, so it's this year. Basically, his new deal wiped out his old deal with Houston. Yeah. This year, he has a base salary of $1,035,000. And there is language in the contract. It says language exists that will not forfeit signing bonus or void future guarantees upon suspension. So if he gets if he gets all super sus again and gets accused of stuff and gets suspended, he loses 
zero dollars of this contract. It's just grimy and it's gross. I, I said this at the time of the trade before the extension was even talked about. I completely get taking a flyer on a talent like Deshaun Watson, but to give him $46 million a year <laughs> after this year, after this year, his base salary is $46 million for the next four years. And he has a signing bonus every year of $8.9 million. <laughs> so he is getting paid over $50 million a year before he's even taken a snap for the team. To be fair, Do I think – To be fair, this, this is – is this not something you would expect out of the Cleveland Browns? That's the most Cleveland thing I've ever seen in my fucking The life. only team I would expect this to do more, two teams, the Bills and the Raiders. Mm-hmm. The Raiders would totally do a deal like this in right. a heartbeat. The ghost of Al in Davis fact, coming back to write the check. In fact, if Al Davis was still alive, <laughs> he would have done, he he done it last year as soon as the news broke. He would have <laughs> called up. Houston and said, what do you want? I hear you got a quarterback on sale. I'd like to pitch you guys an offer you can't refuse. You can have David Carr. Is it David? Derek. Derek. You can have Derek Carr and David Carr and all (laughs) of our draft picks. That's something he would have done. And then he would have signed him to this extension. It's just like I get it, but also it's just the timing is super gross. It was literally 48 hours after he got um, I guess, you know, not – charges were not filed, but that doesn't mean he wasn't sus as fuck. And no, just because – It's like not, when someone gets found not guilty. It doesn't mean they didn't fucking do it. Yeah, they're, just they're means not they pursuing, couldn't prove it. Yeah, they're not pursuing <laughs> criminal charges. He, he still has to go in court against with the civil For the lawsuits. Civil. He's still yeah. got 22 civil lawsuits That's on the right. table. But he's not going to face any federal yeah. So essentially, the NFL. Yeah. So essentially, in a roundabout way, the NFL is settling Deshaun Watson's lawsuits Pretty for much. him. Yeah, yeah. With with that contract money, he could take a year's worth of his fucking contract and just pay all these broads off, like three Which mil to you, first you one or... <laughs> three mil to you, three mil to no, you. I, I would hope it's not the second, year? third, fourth, or fifth one. <laughs> Yeah, is he re- is he going to relinquish his first year salary and signing bonus to them and just say here you go and then be like you know what oh, I don't even need to make money this year. Did you, to be fair, <laughs> yeah. if I if I was me, I'm going to make fifty six million dollars next week yeah. or next year. If I was in his situation, exactly. so he got like a forty three million dollars sign on bonus just just for signing. That's exactly what I would do. I would take all these broads, all twenty two of them. I take them out to a nice steak dinner and I would say, listen, I have a sack here. I have 22 sacks. Each sack has one million large. I'm prepared to give you each one sack of a million dollars if you fuck off. Sign here. And they all sign there. They eat, their fucking, they eat their fucking goddamn lobster roll and their fucking fettuccine, and they take the bag and they get the fuck out the door. That's exactly how I would handle it. Now, we're laughing about this and making jokes. Rule number. But in all seriousness, I hope that these girls 
clean this motherfucker out. Yeah. If, Get as it, much as you possibly well, can. Absolutely. Yeah. And I don't necessarily think he did anything maybe egregious, but he was a real fucking creep. Yeah. <laughs> if all 22 of these girls have a legitimate claim against him, like I'm talking about like fucking real, like not fucking like, oh, uh, he fucking, uh, uh, he flashes fucking wiener at me. Like, yeah, go get the fucking bag. Or like, oh, he fucking uh, said I had, he said I was cute or said I had a nice ass. Like, no, fucking, he's just being fucking creepy. He just, that's not, that's not, that's not a million dollar lawsuit to me. If, if I got sued for every time I said, hey, girl, nice rear end, I'd fucking, oh my God, I'd be fucking, not nowadays because I'm happy. Dump him out for the groom. Yeah, dump him out for the groom. I fucking, well, Jesus Christ, that one bitch won fucking, she won. You fucking, you fucking pig. Fuck you. There's fucking two chicks making out over there on a goddamn unicorn floating. We're in fucking paradise right now. Get the fuck out of here. She got lawyered. <laughs> she got lawyered. She's fine. She got and, lawyered. She's fine. Anywho, without getting into that suppressed memory, yeah. If they have if they have legitimate claims against him, yeah, go get the fucking bag, man. But like, listen, there is a there is a saying where there's smoke, there's fire for a reason. Right. Yeah. Like I agree. I mean, should I he go know, to man. prison? It's just, eh, probably <laughs> not. It like. But if, he, like, if he forced himself he... on one of those girls, yes, he should go to prison. Oh, absolutely. 100%. 100 fucking percent. But if it's just weird shit, like, hey, grab my dick. Like, oh, okay, that, that's harassment, obviously. You're going to get fucking, you're going to lose some money on that. Yeah. Just, just Bill Cosby out. wasn't guilty until he was. <laughs> yeah. But then again, I don't, I don't know. I've, I, have, I haven't read all 22 of the fucking civil lawsuits against Deshaun. But, uh, Getting off of Deshaun for a second. Thank God. How how do how do you how does Baker Mayfield feel about this? We know he requested a trade. Uh, I've been completely off the Baker train. I think he's a borderline terrible quarterback. Uh, I don't care that he's had four different head coaches in four years. I just don't. I've I've seen enough tape of him missing Odell Beckham Jr. wide open for me to say, okay, yeah, he's not that good. Uh, he definitely shouldn't have been number one overall. Um, but I there's no other team in the league. I think it's quarterback needy. Per se, I think he. I think it's a done deal. He's going to end up on the Colts by the end of the week. See, Seattle is super QB needy because Drew Lock is not a good quarterback. Jokes aside, he's don't a bad you no 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 don't bad you, quarterback no no don't yes, you he do. is I'll we take are, I'll take Baker Mayfield over Drew Lock every day of the week no nope. every, every single day. single day nope every day nope nope but it, I do have. Two, his, Go ahead, Tom. No, you go ahead. Baker's two options are Seattle and Indianapolis. That's it. There's no one else that's going to take him. There's nobody else that needs him. The only reason that – I mean, I if I was him, I don't, I don't know where I would want to go between those two. You've got Pete Carroll with – I mean, yeah, he's still got uh, – I do. Yeah, are you fucking I Seattle? I think I, I, think I, would, fuck, I, think I would go to Seattle. What? I would go to Seattle. You go to yeah. Seattle, you have a number one yeah. wide receiver. You have two number one you've wide receivers DK. right away. Yeah. Yeah. You've got DK yeah. and you've got Tyler Lockett. You have a you have Chris Carson's like also you know that they, they just stupidly, got no Yeah, exactly. You know that do I think they're gonna be a better team? No, that's not what I'm saying. But if I was a quarterback no, 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 no. and I'm looking at the best situation to be a quarterback in, I don't like the receiving core in it in Indianapolis at all. I don't think that they're no, that I'm, good. They, they completely no, were the reliant thing, on Jonathan Taylor last year. It's the only reason they were good. Yeah, the only, 
the only good thing in Indianapolis is Jonathan Taylor and that and their offense. And their defense. That's the only thing. Yeah. I had to get up, go get a beer. Yeah. I, thought, I thought me walking off set would be dramatic. No, 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 no. Baker going to see, Baker going to Seattle is a would be a fucking train wreck. Are you kidding me? He has to go to the Colts. I'm not. Your job is do this. Hang on, hang on. Your job is do this. That's all he's got to do. That's all, he's got to hand off the ball. What are we doing? And he's got it's a, it's a fucking top ten offensive line that's in fucking Indianapolis. And you want to go? To, you want to go to Seattle in the cold and the rain? This bitch can play in the dome. Okay. Yes, but. I'm saying if I am Baker Mayfield and I look at both situations and I look what what Indianapolis has done to their last three quarterbacks, I'm not interested in that franchise. You have said it time and time again. It's one of the worst-run franchises in the league. And you're right because they go out on a limb and take a shot on Carson Wentz. Should Carson Wentz have been able to have another year? Probably not, no. No. But the way that they – have treated with with the, that quarterback position over the past, I would even say five years. You could even say ten years because of what they basically did to Peyton and uh, Andrew Luck. Um, I don't want to be. I don't want to be in that organization. I know, and also from a monetary standpoint, I know that I can secure a bag in Seattle. Mm-hmm. I know that I I I won't get guaranteed money in Indianapolis. I will in Seattle because they're a rebuilding team now. Why not go to a rebuilding team? Just take the money and try to develop your game again. Try to find you again. Also, I do have a lot of he, thoughts on what the Browns did they, and how they handled him. Sorry. No, it's all right. Uh, yeah, we're, we're just going to agree. I think it would be a fucking almost career suicide move if he went to Seattle because you, you say for Baker to find himself again, the motherfucker never found himself in the NFL. He really, he really hasn't. And I, I blame that on him having four different coaches – in his fucking career and not being in Cleveland and being as much as I shit on the fucking Colts, I shit on the Browns just as much for being a fucking dumpster fire organization. And for me to say he should go to the fucking Colts with my fucking deep rooted hate of the Colts, it's because I want to <laughs> see the Colts suck. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying for him to go have a career revival. All he has to do is hand off the ball, be a one dimensional offense. I'm playing, it's a four dimensional game, boys. I just want him to go to Indianapolis and hand the ball off to Jonathan Taylor 30 times a game so I can take Jonathan Taylor in fantasy. Uh, number one overall next year, and then fucking reap the benefits of that because it's the only fucking thing I'll tie my name to the fucking the Colts to. But I will say this: Damian Harris on Pro Football Focus was a higher rated running back than Jonathan Taylor last year. That's a stat you can look it up. Yeah, but PFF is trash. So, well, they're trash unless they're talking good about New England. I'm in on. They're like the worst ranking system there is. It's not great. They're they're always wrong. (laughs) That's the thing, is they're always wrong. No, fuck a broken clock's wrong what or right what twice twice a day. So they're they're right about the New England stuff twice a day. (laughs) As soon as they start saying that Kill Harry's gonna be the number one receiver, then I will unsubscribe and I will find them. I'll go to NBC Studios, I will find them. Because right, right now, Nikhil Harris are number four, and it just makes me fucking sad. But that was the uh, NFL free agency nonsense. I don't well, think it was le- just oh. really quickly. I'm not yeah. done burying the Browns. I have just one more point. Can we quickly talk about how fucked up their treatment of Baker Mayfield has over, been over the last couple of weeks? Because mm-hmm. first, it was yeah. like, "We're going to let you play for your job." That's what they said. We're not going to hey. we're not going to sign you to an extension, but we're going to keep you here and you're going to play for a contract. That is what they said. And then they said, oh, we want an adult at the position. That was the quote that came out of 
that was leaked from the Browns camp. We want an adult at this situation at, at the position. So Baker's response was, okay, fuck you, trade me. And they said, no, we're not going to do that either. And then they traded for Deshaun Watson. Like it's, that's not how you treat guys who have been a face of your organization, good or bad ever. That's not how you treat those guys. It, 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 it makes you look really weak for having put that person in the position to be the face of your franchise, if that's how you're going to treat him on his way out. You know what I mean? And it's also not very welcoming. The fact that they were able to get Cooper to come there. Um, I know that it was in a trade, but you know that he had to have somehow known that Deshaun was going there. And that's why he said, yeah, yeah, let's do that trade. Cause yeah. I'm sure he I, had to okay the trade for it to even happen. I don't think there's any, any world where, Coop says, "Oh yeah, I'd much rather go play with Baker Mayfield than Dak Prescott." Like, and then, and just to further, just to further, further prove that point, they immediately turned around and broke off Michael Gallup. So, and he's half the receiver that Amari Cooper is when Coop shows exactly. up. So that there's no way that he didn't know that Deshaun was coming or that they were trying to get him over there. So he yeah. just thought, "Fuck it, that's well, I'm not going to win a Super Bowl in Dallas this year." So let's just roll the fucking dice, get gone in there. Sorry, that was a really low dig there, but, you know. No, listen, that was the greatest cover-your-ass moment I've ever seen on on live stream. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, saying, you know. This year, uh, this year. (laughs) This year, this year. There's always next year. We know that, right? But, yeah, I – Dylan, I know that you hate Baker Mayfield. You think that he's trash, but I agree with Kyle on how the, how they handled him. It's certainly not inviting for free agents or trade prospects to come in. Or, or fucking rookies. If I'm a rookie, I am clear of Cleveland. I'll go play in the fucking XFL. Fuck that. Uh, how about how about just establish guys on the roster already? Why why would I want? Why do I want to break my back for a guy that's going to do that to? What was our one of our offensive team leader? Yeah, yeah. but talent talent wise aside, organizations have roles mm. for a reason, and he was given the C for a reason. So you treat him with respect. You don't you don't see him out like this. It, it's just it feels gross. I to I, me. I, I agree. I agree that uh, there's better ways to handle it, but let's not treat like there were reports last year that the locker room was completely out on Baker Mayfield. Saying that, yeah, he's a good morale guy, but he can't, he can't, he can't rally the team. He's not a guy who's a natural born leader for this team. Those reports have been I, since he I was think, in college, or not since he was in college, but, si- but since since he since he's been in the league. Yeah, there's you can you can look it up. There's been reports about it that that he's not he's not a. Yeah, they don't believe in him per se. At, at this point, Baker Mayfield isn't even like the topic. It's the way that they treat people when they're on right. their way out. Right. This isn't the first time we've seen it because they treated Odell Odell like shit last year whenever right. he wanted out. Yeah. They they every time a player's mm-hmm. like shows any an instance, like a smallest little amount of disloyalty to that franchise, they ship him out to the first person that says even, we want him. Not even disloyalty, just like question. But yeah. they're just like, ah, you know, like maybe Yo, I'll we see suck and I want to win. Can you move me? Yeah, and they're just like, Nope, go fuck yourself. We you know, we hope you die. Mm-hmm. Like, get the yeah. fuck out of there. <laughs> if I'm on the Browns, I want out. 
if I'm a free agent right now and I see what just happened there and how grimy everything with yeah. the Deshaun deal was, mm-hmm. if Cleveland calls my agent, I tell my agent to hang up the fucking phone. Yeah, I blackball that team. I'm not going to go to an organization and treat <laughs> the players that way. Yeah, I get, I, get anyway. what you, I, I get, I get what you guys are saying, but I mean, yeah, they're, they're, they're a trash organization. They're not, they're, they're nothing. They're, as, they're, as, they're not, they're not great. Let's just say that they're not great. The track record. If we're, if we're going to start talking about fucking human rights abuses in the NFL, holy fucking shit, we can go on for fucking days. But just from Absolutely. a strict, just from a strictly talent to the guys in the locker room and shit like that. If people in the locker room are already saying, yeah, you know what, fuck you, dude, I ain't got time for you. And they pull this with them. Yeah, I guess like, oh yeah, that sucks for Baker. But like, hey, we've got contracts. We gotta play out. We gotta pay. Um, <clears throat> and I guess that's the the devil of the fucking league is that the cap just keeps going up. We can keep bringing in these people to come play. Just like Jacksonville, Jacksonville being a small market team has to pay out the ass for Christian Kirk, who got a fucking monster fucking deal to come play on a small market team. Yeah. So the the money he's the money's what, always the third highest. Yeah, he's he's, he's the third, third highest paid receiver in the league right now. On a per year basis, 69, 69 catches last year. Good enough to secure the bag, boys. Fucking, uh, he's Shad never Khan gone over a thousand yards. Shad Khan's got no. the bag. He's got that hot AEW money. He's fucking just shelling it out to uh, low budget receivers. Uh, and that leads me back to my life motto: money talks and bullshit walks. It doesn't matter how good fucking you are; it just matters how much you make. That's just it. That's just that's just a life mantra I've lived by. So, moving off of the NFL free agency, because that went fucking ridiculously too fucking long. Uh, we got MLB news. Once again, not my wheelhouse. Boys, what's going on in the world of baseball? Yeah. I actually have a bunch of the signings pulled up. Uh, um, Trevor Story just got broke off a few hours ago, right? Yeah, six years, 140 to Boston. Um, I think the biggest, like, there are two big surprise signings that I didn't really see coming. Uh, the first one was um, Kenley Jansen to the Braves. I didn't really see that one coming. Uh, one year, 16 mil. Uh, the other one that was like literally out of fucking left field was Carlos Correa to the Twins. Uh, but like, so his contract is really kind of funny. So it's a three-year, $105.3 million contract. However, he has an opt-out after the 22 and 23 seasons. So it's essentially he has a player option for his entire contract. And he has a limited no-trade clause for 2022. And then for the following two years, he has a full no-trade clause. So if you were going to – I just don't get the decision to go there, especially after they just traded away their some of their best players, like yeah. Mitch Garver, and they just got an even worse catcher in Gary Sanchez, <laughs> who is not good. Yeah. He he's very good at striking out, but he's not yeah. very good defensively. He's got a good arm, but he has a real shit glove. He's just not a good catcher. Um, but if you're going to go to a team like this, why not just team up with your old coach and go to Detroit? That's yeah. I I just thought it was a fuck. It was just so random. It's weird. You know, there's yeah. There's no rhyme or reason to it. 
they're not going to be that good. Like, they're going to be run-of-the-mill, you know, right in the middle probably. They're, they're definitely not going to win. So, no. I mean, that division sucks, just, but still. Uh, yeah, but still. I mean, the White Sox are still in that division, right? Yeah. So, but I mean, it's just, I don't know. It was, that was just the weirdest one for me. I, I couldn't wrap my head around that one. The other super random one was uh, Chris Bryant to uh, oh, the Rockies. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Seven years, 182. Basically, here's where I think, and I talked to some Cubs fans about this. Um, here's where I think his head was. A, Colorado is one state away from Nevada, which is where he's from. So he's get, he gets to play closer to home, so it's easier for his family to come see. Plus, him and his wife, now they can move closer to home. He's 30, so those are kind of – those are factors that I think yeah. go into his decision-making process here. Plus, he gets to go to the greatest uh, hitter-friendly ballpark in the history of baseball. <laughs> uh, and he gets to make fucking bank, and Duke won 85-76. I saw that. Um, and I think all around, this is a great decision for him because he gets to boost a potential Hall of Fame resume. If he can put up some monster numbers in Colorado and stay healthy, yeah, dude, he's got a chance. He's a World Series yeah. champion. He's an MVP rookie of the year. He's got the first three. Now he just has to hit milestone markers, and he could potentially be a Hall yeah. of Famer. He needs to knock out the strikeouts, but again, playing half your games in Colorado, you're going to have at least, uh, I would say, 10 to 15% stat increase on power numbers. So I I think it's an awesome deal for him. That's just like when, so when no one came to the Cardinals, right? When we were talking about it, when when the deal first happened, you know, all over the internet, you see, Oh, he's going to come to St. Louis, and his average is going to drop. He's going to hit 250 and, you know, whatever. He's not going to hit any home runs. What did we say? He was going to hit 285. He'll have 35 home runs, and we'll call it a day. 100 RBIs, right? What do you do? Almost exactly that. So, yeah, you do get, you know, he his, his average is going to go up probably, what, 0.15. Or 0.015, yeah. right? So probably something like that. He's probably going to get, yeah, he's going to get at least 10 more home runs, I would say, on yeah. average. He'll probably be I around, mean, it's, thir- it's a, I, I see him at like a 36 to 46 range for home runs. He's yeah, going to be yeah. pushing guys like Mookie Betts and uh, Pete Alonso for home run titles, I think. Yeah. Especially and, if he can I mean, develop a, you know, the way, the way his swing is too, he has a, he has kind of like a he natural, has- like, uppercut swing almost so it's really good for out there so i i just think yeah, he's gonna be kind of, putting up monster numbers he might rack in a couple mvps out there too just on numbers alone yeah i was gonna say no one no one has a couple down years he definitely wins a gold glove if not you know multiple so and also he plays multiple positions I like it. so he could potentially sure. shift to the yeah. outfield and and push those guys yeah he's Anywhere you put him on the field, he could play first too. And I could, I totally yeah. see him eventually just rotating over, 
here in a couple of years and just mm-hmm. being their primary first baseman because he can play that position yeah. effectively too. He's a really great player. Uh, and then the only other like huge um, signing was uh, Freddie Freeman to the Dodgers. I think it was what six years, one sixty something like that. I'm not seeing it here. So I think that the that that, that that's the numbers. It's somewhat. It's something close to that. So. Um, but those were really the big ones. The Cardinals have, you know, gotten bench pieces and a couple of bullpen arms. Um, you know, the way I'm looking at it, we had the playoffs last year. We have the same team coming back. The only problem that the Cardinals have right now is pitching health. And, you know, Jack has a tear in his right arm and right in his right shoulder. They're waiting two weeks to reevaluate. I think he's going to have to have a soldier, a shoulder surgery. Hopefully he doesn't have to, but if there's a tear in his shoulder, he's going to have to have surgery eventually. Yeah. So tears, tears, and you know, Alex is Alex going to be able to shift to the, to the rotation. I'm still not convinced that he can. Um, and are we going to get what we got last year from Wainwright? I don't really know. I really don't. Uh, you, you know, he's he's old. Right. So does Yachty. And it's it's hard to tell what we're going to get from them on a day-to-day basis. But all you can hope for is a fun season at this point. It's their last year. One last ride. Um, I thought it would have been last yep. year because of that run they went on. But, you know, yeah. um, it'll I be mean, interesting to see what I mean, happens. Uh, it looks like the best teams in that division are going to be Milwaukee and I think St. Louis by default. Because the Cubs, yeah. Cubs sold everything off. You know, they, they've made a couple of moves that I'm jealous of. Uh, when they um, when they signed Stroman, I was really mad because he was my number one pitching target in free agency. Yeah. Um, but other than that, you know, they're just kind of filling the team out. And I think they're going to call that um, Brennan Davis up at some point this year. And he's going to be a big – he's going to be their building block, I think, from – the way I look at that that system, yeah. that farm system and everything, I think, and they've got a couple more, they've got a couple more guys coming too that are going to be pretty goddamn good. So that's something to look out for in the horizon. Oh. But I think in that division, right now, it's going to be the Brewers and the Cardinals just by default from the team builds from the last two years or from the last year that nothing's really changed with either organization like massively. So that's kind of how I see the divisions. But the Cardinals could be total crap again. We also don't know what kind of a manager Marmol is going to be. Um, so we're going to see if that decision pans out as well. It, it, there's a lot of stuff to look at. But right now, you know, it's moving slowly, and I think it's going to until the season starts. I think there's going to be some bigger guys that sign after the season start maybe. Um, I got I to gotta really look and see who all is left. There's still, there's still some guys to go get. So it'll be interesting to see how the rest of the offseason um, for this next month um, – I guess it's not off season anymore because spring training just started. But see how the yeah. transaction I mean, game goes the next couple of seasons or the next couple of weeks uh, leading up to the season. If you're a, if you're a Cardinal, fan, if you're a Cardinal fan, I think you just kind of sit back and and just ride out the season. You know, see how it shakes out. There's you, you shouldn't have any expectations going into this season. Just appreciate what it is. You know, I mean. Two, two of our greatest players of all time are, are done after the year. So soak it in. If, Listen, man. If we make it, we make it. If we don't, we don't. Um, 
just enjoy some fucking baseball, you know. I have been a Cardinals fan my entire life. I turned 33 in July, and I have come to the conclusion that being a Cardinals fan, you need to live with this mantra. This mantra I preached to you guys all last season. If you go into these games <laughs> with absolutely the worst expectations, you can never be disappointed. Because very rarely, very rarely did they live up to these horrible expectations except for the two months leading up to uh, that streak starting. That was really bad baseball to watch. They were un- – it was – fundamentals were bad. Everything was bad. And then they just go on a magical run. So I'm going to do it again this year. No expectations coming into the season. I think the Cardinals are more, more likely to be players in the trade market than the free agency market, and I think that's something that we're going to have to monitor. But you know, listen, listen, guys, just go into it with low expectations, and if they suck, you can't be disappointed. And then if they pull a good season out of their ass like they did last year, like they did last year it, it's a win. Those are some real great words to live by. We should put that on a shirt. Lower your expectations. Expect expect nothing is what we should put on a shirt. Expect nothing? Yeah. I don't know the rest of it. I'll think about uh, it. We, we, we need a second line there. Expect nothing. Um, hope for greatness. I don't fucking know. Well, Nike swoosh on it. Put it out the door. It fucking sells. <laughs> All right. So moving on from the MLB news. Once again, boys. I uh, know JB's not here. Uh, is there anything happening in the world of the NBA? Can you guys tell me anything yeah. about that or uh, some movement or uh, why the so, Lakers, the Lake Show, is not back? You mean you mean the fake show? Boom! Got, got him! Got him! Speaking of the Lakers, they, that uh, the Lakers um, are really the only thing I'm going to talk about today because not a whole like nothing crazy has been going on in the NBA. However, um, LeBron James did pass Karl Malone uh, to become, become the second highest scoring player in the history of the NBA. Um, that he just has Kareem Abdul-Jabbar to pass. Um, so give give the devil his due. He's been a he's been he's been the one of the best basketball players that's ever played the game. He I'm not getting into any debates because they're pointless and dumb. Uh, I think he's one of the top three or four players to ever play the game that I have seen with my own eyes. Um, and, you know, he just continues to take off these legendary markers that are going to put him out there with Kobe and Magic and Bird and Jordan and Hakeem and all the greats. Um, he's already there now, and now he's just kind of putting cherries on top with every game. Um but that team is absolutely terrible and not fun to watch. So uh, I'm now now that he has got this marker, they can just fuck off and die because they are terrible. They're not fun to watch. They're toxic on and off the court. And right now, honestly, they're just not good for the NBA. So I'm ready for the season to wrap up and then to be gone because right now they're right on the edge of that 10 seed play in game. Um, I hope a couple teams go on a run and knock them out because I think. Also, just um, I think it'd be really interesting to see the NBA playoffs without LeBron again. It happened uh, three seasons ago, his first year in LA when they were terrible still. 
because they hadn't gotten AD yet. And it was a really good it was a really good season because, like, it was kind of like up in the air. LeBron's not going to go to the finals. Who's going to take that leap? And it was really fun to watch. So I think um, another season without him in the playoffs could be really interesting. Um, I also just don't want Russ to get rewarded for a just abysmal end of his career because, like, the way this is going, he he just he just gets worse and worse with each game. So, um, but yeah, that was really the only notable thing that I saw um the bulls are still waiting on uh, a couple of guys to get back from injury uh they've been struggling here recently um they need to get um they need to get back in the right groove um and, and you know it only takes one great game so hopefully they can start to click again and get things going right in the right direction as lonzo and pat williams um work their way back from injury um and it looks actually like Pat Williams is going to play this week um, on Monday. He, he returns Monday, uh, his first game back since he broke his injury, uh, first game of the year. Um, so that things to look out for if you're a local NBA fan. And then if you follow the Bulls, to look out for Pat Williams uh, to come back on Monday. How about well? What's the current odds for uh, uh, the Bulls to win the uh, NBA championship right now? Um, the last time I checked it, it was at like plus eighteen hundred and or plus sixteen hundred, um, and then they went on this little losing streak. So I'm sure it's in the twos by now, probably at plus twenty five hundred if I had to handicap it. So who, who's who's the team right now? It's probably uh, bar none, uh, head and shoulders, the best team in the league right now. Phoenix and it's not close. Phoenix, okay. uh, and that you know they they they've been without Chris Paul for I think two months now. Um, it's just been Devin Booker putting the team on his back, and they even didn't have Devin Booker for a, a while, and so it was the second team guards pushing that team. So um, they're very very well coached. I think Monty Williams is the coach of the year. Um, I think he should have gotten it last year. I don't believe he was rewarded it. Um, I can't remember who won it last year, but he definitely deserves it this year. They're um, they're just dominant with everybody they play, they, uh, and even in the close games, you you just assume that they're going to come out on top. I think that they are the um, the the standard setter right now in the NBA. Um, and uh, I think they're on a revenge tour right now from the finals last year and ready to get back there and try to get Chris's ring. So also something to look out with the playoffs do start here in a, in a few weeks. So um, season's winding down and we'll have, uh, we'll have some playoff basketball to look forward to. Always good. That's when I start paying attention to basketball a lot more is during playoff time. I normally pick somebody to hitch my wagon to. I think I'm going to hitch it. You talk me into it. Uh, Phoenix Suns all the way. There we go. Real typical for a Pats fan. Whoever's doing fucking hot, just stick my fucking wagon on them. Nah, <laughs> nah, I'm not going to do that. We'll, 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 we'll fucking maybe do a live stream of like a fourth quarter of a Bulls game in the playoffs or something. Like if it's, if it's a tight game. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it'd be pretty interesting to get you on stream watching the, uh, Watching the Bulls, what do you think? Uh, sure, parental advisory recommended. That's all right. I put explicit on these podcasts when we put them 
on uh, when we upload them to Spotify, I have to go through and be like, does this uh, does this contain foul language? Yes, it does. Explicit. Well, that's just about it for the sports news and notes. Um, so there's some shit post happenings. If you have uh, been following the channel now or uh, the Facebook page, you've noticed that we've started streaming. We had a PGA stream, then we had a real, little uh, Rocket League stream. Kyle's getting his uh, machine rebuilt. He'll be joining us uh, in no time for some uh, gaming action. Uh, outside of the uh, Twitch, which make sure you follow us at uh, Shit Post Gaming on Twitch. Shit Golf has got an announcement. We are going professional. And by going professional, I mean we're going to an actual <laughs> professional golf course. We haven't picked a date yet. I think it's going to be a Saturday or a Sunday or maybe even a Friday. Kyle, did you say you had like we we're going to do a Friday? Uh, it would be Saturdays. I have every sat, uh, every single Saturday off, so Saturday would probably be what we would do. There we go. Perfect. So what we can do is uh, it's going to be on a Saturday. Um, obviously, we can't film the whole fucking thing, nor do any of our smartphones have the capacity to film the whole entire thing. But or would are... you want to watch us watch watch us play an entire round? I mean, if somebody did, <laughs> no, have it, if, no. it was, if it was raining and they had nothing to do and they wanted to see some fucking hacks out there, make them feel better about their own game, I mean, that's what we're here for. Hey. That's our demo. Yeah, that's our demo tape. When we go big to the fucking corporations here with shit golf, we they're like, "We guys fucking suck," and we're like, "Ta-da! That's the fucking what we do." Exactly. We're the everyman. <laughs> yeah, we're the common man. We're the everyman, common man golfer. We ain't no fucking punk bitch that's going out there shooting a fucking seventy-three. <laughs> we're fucking shooting high eighties, high nineties, high hundreds. It's what we do. Getting a good day drunk on. Yeah, get, yeah. <laughs> Which is what fucking... golf is all about. Golf is just about hitting a couple of nice shots, slamming some beers, and enjoying the fucking sun and enjoying nature. Like I, I my face is a little burnt today from the fucking sun, and I'm fucking happy. I'm, I, I'm fucking, I am, I'm jacked up about being out in the fucking sun. There was a fucking cloud in the sky today. It was perfect. Golf game, sometimes good, sometimes maybe shit. Weather, fantastic. <laughs> that's, that, that's how she rolls, brother. But man, I'm I'm excited to get out and uh, play Deer Run. I think that'll be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I'm sure there'll be all kinds of debauchery and gambling and everything that we can put in that trip. We'll try to do it. So I'm pumped up. It's going to be a Saturday full of adventure. We're going to film. It's going to be live on Twitch. We're going to live stream. There are four par threes on the course. We're going to live stream the whole entire thing. There's going to be each hole is going to have different stakes. One of them is going to be shotgun and beer. Another one's going to be losing money. Another one's going to be fucking, I don't fucking know. They got to walk the next fucking hole. Like we don't pick them up in the cart. Like they got to walk. Our uh, uh, last one can be like, uh, you you have to swing the putter on the next hole. It's the only club you get is a putter. And it's like a par five. You got to fucking play a par five with a putter. It would be fucking electric. Uh, we're going we're gonna to make the most of it. It's going to be fun. We'll figure it out. Be sure to keep on the lookout for that one. That's going to come your way a weekend in April. Um, we'll probably know about the week before as we'll book tea times and we'll get up there. It's only about an hour, hour and 20 minutes away from us northerners. Kyle, it's a little bit of a trip for you. You'll be meeting us up here at Beach Nuts Bar and Grill. It's, it's going to be a good time. We're gonna, I'm going to get drunk. I'll tell yeah. you now. I'm going to get drunk. Hey, shocker. I'm gonna, there's I'm one gonna... thing that you can guarantee. Yeah, if there's one thing you can guarantee, it's that me and Beach will be – blasted by Tank. the 19th hole guaranteed yeah. 
And it's it's gonna be it's gonna be great too because we're gonna this is gonna be the first course we go to with fucking just bunkers galore and you have to have some actual finesse to hit the ball and we're just gonna hit our fucking normal shitty ass shots and just see where the fuck they land. I just want to shoot below a one fifty. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> this is gonna yeah. be a much tougher course than we normally play. Mm-hmm. So right. yeah, I just want to go one fifty or below. That's, I mean, I that's, 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 that many strokes. My my dog is having a complete flip out. Uh, I don't know what's going on, uh, so I'm gonna bounce off of here. But I I'll think catch we're you boys uh, later this week or whatever. Uh, we'll figure so we'll figure something out for golf this week too. Um, it's right. been real. Cheers, boys. Bye, CJ. That's CJ hopping off the call. Here's me and Kyle's last man standing. Kyle, I this I think this is a good time to uh, end the show. I've got nothing else. I'm all tuckered out. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready to drink. I'm all out. I'm all out of stuff to say. So, yeah. I think we covered a lot of bases. Um, maybe uh, see you yeah. this weekend for a little golf action. What do you think, buddy? We will have to see. I'm not sure what my week my week looks like yet. So, but we got JB's going away party. JB's going away party Tuesday night. Um, like I said, uh, before we got on stream, we'll probably. There's a couple of bars in Havana we could do too. Like we could eat Mexican and hit the bars, but we'll we'll talk about it off stream. We'll talk about that in the chat. All right. All right. Peace. We're out.